0: Sunday, I know we are. Uh, it's been a great show so far. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Um, we've got one more great guest coming up. Of course, Luke Duncan of Low Budget Live, good friend of the show, joining us here in the last segment. Uh, but it's been a good show, Pete. We got to catch up a little bit. We got to talk to Zach Rushing a little bit, awesome uh, awesome guy, doing big things right now. Nope. Uh, and, of course, Brian Carpenter, we have a MTB unboxing that we're going to do. And I don't know if you knew this, but we are the only live podcast that does an unboxing. Did you know that? Probably. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Probably. Super fantastic. Super fantastic. Uh, let's go ahead and dump right into this and get this out of the way. Pete, this is my favorite part. I'm going to break this seal, do it with a knife, or you can do it with a pen. I have a pen laying here. So I'm get this thing started if I can. <laughs> this
1: is the first—
2: Stab it in the oh. middle. Stab it in the Ooh. middle, then go out.
1: So first opening of 2020. What's new?
0: What's new, Mister? you right. This is a new year opening a new box. I open this thing. Take a look. Oh, I see an oldie but giddy. Say, should I go for that? Nah. You know what? I'm gonna go right here. We go right here, Pete. Grab, grab you one.
1: Oh, i I seen it already. I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't uh, buy it. A
0: lot A of, lot of nice options in this box. Uh, of course, one of the beauties of a mystery tackle box is the variation of lures that shows up in this box. The thing I always preach, Pete, you hear me talk about it every time, is that there are often things in this box I wouldn't buy myself. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you look and try stuff. But this one... Dude, is there a hotter technique right now, Dave, than Ned rigging? There is not. Uh, hold on. Is there a hotter technique than Ned rigging right now, Dave? This
3: going to be a good answer.
0: What would you say? I would
2: say based on the sites that I don't go on the show up on my YouTube feed, I would say yes.
0: Okay. That's
1: a definite maybe.
0: That was yes. Uh, we've got the TRD Crawl which, Brian, i got to be honest with you. This looks new and shiny, but this is that little molt-licky molt crawl it's that you were throwing licky, like 10 years ago. It's a little crawl. It's the Elastec material. I think it'd be great on a Nedhead. I think it'd be great as a jig trailer. And the other thing, it's it's in a really cool color, Pete. Look at that. They call it Greasy Prawn, which is kind of like that color you were throwing up on the uh, yeah, Upper that, Susquehanna.
3: That white,
1: yeah,
0: pretty that white cool. base to it. Pretty cool. Nice.
1: Pete, what do you got? Ned Rig. Uh, This This bait... Where, where's my camera shot? Over here?
3: Hold on. You, what? <laughs> yeah, are the
1: other side. It? Oh, you want the uh, Zoom
3: cam? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. oh. Well, I can keep it right here. That's cool.
3: Here. See where the reels are? I
1: do. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> this. What, what, we're zooming on a jitterbug? <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're zooming on a jitterbug. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. What year is this? I just... have some in my display case over there. Get some. Get some Pat Benatar on while he explains it. <laughs> it's an emotional story.
3: All right. I'm sorry. Damn it.
0: You know, stepping on. I love. love
3: <laughs> oh, no, jet.
1: When I was a kid, working on the flower farm, as many of you guys know. Fall
3: hold on Here's the
1: deal. <laughs> that flower farm, it had a pond. Oh, it, it, Like they think. all have, right? All farms right. have oh, a pond, yeah. and they're all they're all stocked with bass. They, yeah, they all stocked with bluegills. Stocked. And this, and then and, and when they dig them, they have to stock with the state. Stocked full. <laughs> but when I would go to work, you had to be to work at like seven or eight o'clock. And um, the the seven and a half percent is getting to those guys. <laughs> I mean, but, the, uh, <laughs> the whistle. <laughs> everyone knows. To get on the plantation. So I'd go. I'd get up, crack of dawn. And I would, you know, two hours before work, and I would fire. Because when you ask somebody what lure to buy when you didn't know anything, yeah, they would tell you to buy the jitterbug. Or a hula popper, right? Yeah. And I bought the jitterbug and I threw it out. And they had a pipe in the back of this pond. And the first quality bass I ever caught there was on a jitterbug when the sun was coming up. Yes. In front of that pipe. And it it was it the most amazing thing. It Ruined you for life. It ruined me. Well, it was one of the, it, it was one of the first real quality moments That's It amazing. all. It all happened on a jitterbug.
2: And then right after, you felt that
1: cracking your neck with the whip. <laughs> get, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know you know what else I found out about this jitterbug because I kind of gave up on it, like most people have. Like uh, jackals come out with something. Yeah. And a lot of companies have come out with something similar, but uh, here here's something I don't even know if you know. But smallmouth have an affinity for the jitterbug on top. Wow! It's a smallmouth bait.
0: Oh yeah. Huh? Today. Well, I know the Whopper Plopper is for sure, and it has a similar, you know, kind of a, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a more, yeah. 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 Thanks for crapping on my. Yeah, the jackal. Nah, nobody crapped on the (laughs) jackal bait. By the way, is called pompadour.
3: (laughs) Pompadour. That's right. Pompadour. Pompadour. Yep. Uh, What do you uh, got over there? It's funny because uh, I opened up my MTB box that I got to my house, and I was hoping to see the same bait in here. But my box that I got at home, I got—I actually got a uh, a Molix uh, the Nano jig. Wow! Hell yeah! Damn! Dude, it was it was a stacked box, and uh, and I threw it at Union on yesterday to catch nothing. Wow! <laughs> nice job! Uh, yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah. pretty much everything I threw yeah. to catch nothing. I gotta throw. The, I gotta grab this. Here, uh, Chatterbait with a uh, hair on the. Back Ooh, a
0: Chatterbait with yeah. hair!
3: Yeah,
0: very nice. Have you guys
3: ever done that? Turn no. the Chatterbaits with hair? Uh-huh. I have that bait. Yeah, have you thrown it? No, no. 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 <laughs>
1: but I have that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks amazing. It you know does what? look
3: amazing.
1: A customer of mine came out with those and caught them very well one trip. Uh, Pacanso's out on the flats. Version? I don't know whose version. I didn't even know. I just noticed it was just a pure hair jig, put a, put a rubber trailer on it, and it looked amazing in the water,
3: and the, and the fish bit it. Is that right? Huh. Mm-hmm. No, it looks great. The, the hair moves all natural. Dave, what do you got there?
2: All right, so I got something that's going to take us blast to
1: the past. Hmm.
3: Get Further to back than the than the jitterbug.
2: We're wow. going back to jitterbug times.
1: I'm going oh. back to circa 1979.
2: Uh, well, no, I'm not going that far. I'm <laughs> going like maybe like 84 three eighty four. Okay. I'm going to watch an M T V getting punched in the face by John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> all right. With the punched the screen. <laughs> all right. You guys remember? You guys absolutely remember that video. All right. For those of you our age. For <laughs> Young guys, I'm sorry. But I'm talking about a gator tail. This ain't a gator oh, tail. It's this close. is Something else. It is close. All right.
0: How side-winder. good is it
2: showing in the screen? You remember what the Sidewinder? Tail? This is called now. This is called the XO ribbon, right? Seven inch. Gator tail, guys. Mike, Ooh. do you remember the gator tail?
0: Oh yeah, hell yeah. Before, Laser tail, gator before, tail.
2: Yeah, before before we knew about speed worms, before we knew about uh, skinny dippers, we were reeling these things called gator tails across the top. They yeah. were just a seven inch worm with a gigantic tail. Yeah, yeah and we were just chopping yeah. the surface with them. This is very similar. To that it makes me wow. think. This is Exo ribbon, seven inch. You get about eight of them in there. Uh, they're they're sealed perfectly so that the tail's not going to be crimped or corrupt when you get it.
3: Corrupt. Wow. Thank you. Pretty cool. Also yeah. in the box is a Booyah square bill.
0: Booyah. Uh
3: some big bite baits. Swim swim
0: baits. Like a skinny dipper. Like a skinny yeah. dipper. Yeah. Couple of hooks. Forget about it. Forget about yeah. it. Yeah. Speaking of cool baits in boxes, my uncle got his first box. He had a, is it nishine? What's the one we like? You got a nishine? Nishine? Dude, yes. Really? The 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 square bill in his in his mystery tackle wow. box. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. A Chippewa? A Chippewa. <gasps> yes, and like the killer color, it's like red, like dark red, mm-hmm. black, yeah. with a blue belly. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> you gotta go like, get a mystery tackle that's box. Crazy man. You Dude, gotta really. get it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that bait's. Juice. Yeah, it is. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, pretty awesome. There you have it. Mission Tackle Box Unboxing. Live on Ike Live. Uh, that's what you get uh, to your doorstep every month. Really, 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 really good stuff in there. It's worth a try. Uh, use the promo code Ike Live, of course, and you get a discount on that as well, which is awesome. Pete's rusty jitterbug on the message board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I can't stop looking at these reels, dude. They're so sexy. Oh, my God. Let me zoom in on them. They are gorgeous. Look at those things, dude. Good. Oh, my gosh. Look at those. Wow. Two of them. Beautiful.
3: Back to back. Look at that.
0: <laughs> like that putty gray color with the red. Oh. Gunship oh, gray. man. Wow. Battleship Gun, gray.
2: Gunship. I like gunship. Mm,
0: yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, another update for you, Brian, real quick. I know we got Luke coming on here in a couple minutes. Um, getting the truck and boat picked up by uh, Mike from VFX this week. VFX? Yes, uh, VFXraps.com. Great, great company, great guy. Um, he's picking it up and I want to announce it I'm not going not to give it away, but I'm going to mm-hmm. tease as it. Tease tease it and then we'll talk about it next show. Undergoing a major change in my rap this year. Brian Carpenter, Boat and Truck rap. Really? A major change. Bash University theme. Could be. I don't want to give anything away yet. It has something to do with that. But I uh, just want to tease a little bit. Uh, big change coming. Um, really, really, really uh, unique rap that I'll be running this year. Really? Yes, and want to give Mike a shout-out even before he raps it
1: Hell on yeah. helping
0: us come up with this. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Oh ah, man,
1: can't wait yes. to see
0: it. Stop yes. tapping the table. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Zog, do you know what it is, right? Yeah, I do. Zog's, Hold on, your mic wasn't Zog's there. Zog's off. Go ahead. Good Poor Zog. Zog. Yeah, I do. You do. Okay.
3: All right, Zog, everybody.
0: Zog, <laughs> Zog, give me on a one scale from one to ten. What do you? How do you think this is gonna go off? Twelve. Wow. Mm, I'm, I'm super excited there for it. Have wow. it. I am too. I can't wait. I also
2: gotta know where we got these beers from, man. Like mine right here has like a goddamn price tag on it from like the '80s. The one that like, remember? Oh, <laughs> worked retail.
3: Where do we get this? I
2: don't Brian? know. Look at the price tag, Brian. You gotta talk to Z. At Zog, where'd you get this beer mat?
0: Thir- price Third t- Base Liquors in Bel Air, Maryland. Wow! <laughs> dude, they <laughs> got the, the old third Base. They got the old school one. You lick the. C- dude, c- they're c- pricing each beer because you buy them individually. he a, did? He bought singles. I did. They was only did? They only had two of them. This is a, oh my god! I got god. one of
2: them, dude. This is a four dollar beer I'm drinking right
0: now. Wow! Let's talk about it.
2: This is amazing. So this what is, is the Sumatra Mountain Brown. It's a brown ale. If you like brown ales, man, this thing it's, it's heavy. It tastes good, man. Is it good? Yeah, I, very much so. I would love to have this with a flame mignon right now and some mashed
0: potatoes. Mignon.
2: <laughs> a yeah.
3: mignon. A flak mignon. All right, let's call up Luke. All right, let's get Luke Cream on the spinach. phone. Cream spinach.
0: Wow. Uh, on the front side of Luke here, Pete, uh, his show has been amazing. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with a little bit of what Zach was talking about, which is Freedom. Honesty, right? Realness. Being being honest, being open.
3: Turn it sideways, Luke.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, just approaching it from a different standpoint. So much in this industry, Pete, we've been in 20 plus, both of us. So much of it is, um, you you know, almost, not bowing down, but adhering to this weird standard, you you know? You know, Mm. adhering to this, like... Rule where you got to be scared of people and you got to back down and you got to not say something. Avoid if you feel controversy. It. Avoid controversy. Avoid it at all costs. And you know you're always like, oh my God, what's my sponsor's going to think? What's mm. the, you know, afraid of the results of conversation of your opinion. And you know what I love about Luke, what I love about what he's been doing, uh, is he's being honest and he's being real. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's what you should be doing.
1: I, I I agree. My voice is taking a turn here, guys. I like it. But um <laughs> you sound smoky and sexy. Yeah. I like that your voice is taking a turn. <laughs> but what I what I love most about it is I love most about TH Marine how they're allowing Luke to to do this. It's great. And they're they stood up for him. Yeah. In the light of some pressure. Yeah. And some drama. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's amazing. I really do. I mean yeah. it was bold of him to do what he did, it, but it was totally impressive to see what yeah. TH did and, and stood behind the man. I yeah. mean just
2: in the name of total disclosure like Luke's sponsors include TH Marine, Slayer and Fentanyl.
0: <laughs> Fentanyl's a good one That's uh, Who wouldn't want that one? You know?
3: And without further ado <laughs> here he is. And, Yeah, on the that Spokes note uh, fentanyl. Uh, first, but We have him here
0: <laughs> Hey, he had no idea that's how we were going to introduce him tonight We didn't either, so apologize for that uh, We've got him joining us now via Skype To one and only Luke Duncan, everybody
4: What's up, guys? What's yeah, up, I, man? I heard, I heard the intro. Come on, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big fan, man.
4: <laughs> What's that, going
0: on? That one definitely wasn't planned. Sorry about that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Listen, at this point in life, I'll take anything
0: I get. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Well, thanks for coming on the show again, Luke. You you're one of the guys that have, has been on this show multiple times. And Brian, DeCart- yeah, I love it. it. Multiple. Yes, and, and I, I want to thank you for coming on each and every time. Um, I, I want to get right to it. Dude, I am very proud of my show. I'm very proud of what we've done in the podcasting world, like live. But i got to be honest with you. I've been more into your show the last two or three months than <laughs> our own show. I think what you're doing yeah, is real. <laughs> is wonderful. I think it's so needed. Um you know, I, honestly, you're pushing envelope in ways that, you know, I, I, I'd like us to do more. And so I wanted to start the show by saying thank you for, you know, for being honest and being real. I mean, I think that's that's the best thing you can do in life, you know.
4: Well, dude, I really appreciate that. And you, you guys know how much I enjoy Ike Live. And, and I got to come to the studio a couple years ago, and that was awesome. I want to come to the new studio. This yes, is, we want This you. is uh, that's a step up from the uh, the low budget live bar and grill, right I, here. I like that but, one too, though. Uh, this one this one's fun, but dude, I, I appreciate you saying that. It's uh, I heard you guys talking before I came on about there there is this standard in our industry where guys are, are scared to say anything, yeah. whether you, you, you're you're going to lose your sponsors or um, you know or, or maybe a job. <laughs> Yeah. But but and maybe it's a countrywide thing. But Ike, you've you've dealt with that in the past over over your actions or reactions or yep. whatever you dealt with that in the past. And it's a shame it has to be that way because I feel like there are a lot of guys that aren't really true to themselves. Yeah. In that regard, you know. And when I was fishing the tour, I, w- I was doing the the same thing. And this year, when I decided to step away, uh, and several things happened, I just kind of threw it out there and. Uh, you know, 99% of the people seem to uh, to have reacted positively to the things I've had to say.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, I think, and and Pete, get your opinion on this, but I think, you know, being real, voicing a real opinion, having, having real thoughts is a scary thing to some people, especially people it that, is. you oh. know, think they have a power position, you know, if that real... Talk threatens that, you know. It's scary to them. But on the flip side of that, to the average person, right? To your fans, to our fans, to the fans of the show, they're regular dudes, right? Like, that's right. We don't have we don't have top executives listening to Ike Live. We have regular people, grassroots that's people right listening right. to the show. They respect that more than anything you could do in the world, and and that's where I think the strength of that is. Is people see it. People know real from fake, you know, and they respect it. And, and I love that about it. Don't you agree? Well, me? well,
1: I do, I and I love that. And I think, and you said this on your show, and I love your show, Luke. The
4: Thank you, Pete. I, I love you, Pete. You know that. <laughs> I, I, I love you, too. I wish I could grow a beard like you. But, well, um, we can all dream. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but I've heard your comment on your show about... It's hard as balls to make a living in in, in the fishing industry. Yeah, as a pro, as a pro, it yeah. is hard. And if you're fortunate, you can get a few sponsors. You're you know you're walking the razor's edge. You know you're so terrified that to speak your mind, for fear that you might lose what little edge you have in the sponsor world. Um, it, it's just, I, I and I think that's what keeps people. From really being able to open up and speak their mind. Honestly, on, on Ike Live, it, it's taken me until last week to where I could really speak my mind. <laughs> <laughs> For the same fear. Six years. Yeah. Six <laughs> years, Pete. It's, it's taken been, a long time. You've been time. building up. And, and I a think big that's moment. what
4: keeps people quiet, don't you? I, I do. And, and look, I, I've said this on the show. I don't begrudge anybody for not speaking their minds if that's what feeds their family, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it's certainly, uh, that's an issue. But the bigger issue is that people take issue <laughs> with with people speaking their mind or yeah. being honest and, mm-hmm. and giving you uh, honest-to-God opinions about things. And, man, uh, I know you guys had Zach Rushing on tonight, and I, I talked with Zach this week about some stuff, and it's amazing to see what that guy has done just kind of throwing it out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unedited just goes and people appreciate that i think now more than ever because with social media we're being sold to 24 hours a day right yeah. every time you get on there uh, especially in the fishing world everybody's got a discount code everybody's trying <laughs> to sell you the the new crankbait the new rod the new reel they're doing the sponsored posts and uh it's a little bit different than back in the day whenever i grew up you know and i, I got everything from bassmaster magazine or a weigh-in stage that i was actually. At in person that's the only time i was being sold to so the this new generation of folks man they call bs real quick yeah on some of this stuff so you better be as honest as you can be and i and i think that uh i think i hope that I, that shows like ike live and and what i'm doing will show people that it's okay to to speak your mind
0: yeah, I, I think you're right, and it's great. And and like I said, we had Zach on, and he's he's a great example of you know being real and, and giving real talk. And I think you know I think it's a, it's powerful, man, when you can do that. Now I'm gonna call you to the spot on something I had on awesome. our last show. It was the last show, Brian the Carpenter, maybe two shows before. We had Fletcher Shryock on, and of course, you know, we were kind of you know we were talking to him about a comment we made. And mm-hmm. I was straight up, he made. he made, he made. And I was straight up with him when I said, you know, look, we've been reviewing our com- the comments and we've been looking at what people are saying. I said, Fletcher, it's 80% against what you said and 20% for. Give us, since, you know, since you've been sort of, you know, letting it out, like, you know, admitting <laughs> stuff, letting the truth out, Give us a ratio on your comments, people positive about what you're doing and people negative. Give us a ratio. Give us a breakdown of positive. I would
4: say, and this is this is honest to goodness and you can go look for yourself, but I would say mine is 95% positive wow. to, to 5%. And, and that's kind of, you know, when, I, when all this kind of started coming about this fall, because you guys know I've been doing this off and on for two years and I've. I've done 40 podcasts this year, and these last few this fall have gotten the heat. Uh, whenever I hit upload on the infamous Jim Wilburn episode. <laughs> the <laughs> uh, best one ever, by kicked, the way. Yeah, that, that kind of kicked us off. Um, you know, I was—I won't say I was nervous, but you never know what to expect. Yeah. And the comments were just so unbelievably positive. And every episode since then has been overwhelming. You know, I'll get a few here and there, but, man, it's been It's been amazing how positive it's been, which is kind of unusual for the Internet. Yeah, that that is true. Luke,
2: I've called Mike and Brian maybe on About Life. Brian and I talk a lot about podcasts, but Mike and I don't. I was the first one in this crew to watch your Wilburn one, and yeah. I, I called Mike and Brian, like, nearly immediate, like, immediately. Like, dude, you need to dial <laughs> yeah. in.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I uh, – didn't I hang up with you and then watch it? Yeah, so
2: you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How, you, you you say what you said.
3: I just
0: – yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, 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 it was good. Uh, Dave definitely clued me in on that one, and it, and it was good. And, and, you know, again, I, I just I, – I don't want to – you know, we don't need to get into specifics, but I want to stress that it's so refreshing – To hear, you know, the the truth, you know, and to hear true feelings and not even just about Major League Fishing. You know, Luke, you've had a lot of shit go down, you know, in the last 12 months, you you know, we all have that in life. Every we all deal with it. And um, your honesty about that. I can feel it. You know what I mean? When you listen to that podcast, you know, when you're down your emotions and you're real about it, I can feel it. And you know I can reflect on shit that I got going on in my life that's not so good. Dude, pe- people people know that's real, and people people appreciate it. I know I do. You know.
4: Well, I, I appreciate that, man. And I and I've said it before, and I'll say it a million times. It, it's therapeutic for me yeah. too, especially with everything I've had going on to to be able to come out to the to the studio here my bar and grill <laughs> without the grill. And, uh, <laughs> and turn, why no grill, turn dude. The mic. <laughs> Yeah, turn the mic on, turn the camera on, and just talk, and and that's really what my podcast always was. It was just me, especially when I, I stopped doing so many of the of the lives and just would would turn the mic on and just start talking, you know. And Mike, yeah. you called in to one of those one time, and and I started just picking the brains of guys that I, I really look up to and guys in the sport that I admire, or just won tournaments or whatever, and just doing these interviews just uh, in my office here at the house, and and that kind of turned into this deal where I. You know, uh, my buddy Darian Craig Darian is fishing on YouTube. Suggested he's like, dude, you should start filming those and just throw them up.
0: Yeah,
4: uh, throw them on your YouTube channel, and uh, it's 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 helped, man. It's definitely the, the amount of people after my mom passed that reached out, uh, either in the comments or through email or, or DMs on Instagram, saying. Hey, I lost my mom to cancer, you know, 10 years ago. Hey, yeah. hey, my mom's in a battle for her life right now. Hey, uh, I lost my dad, I lost my brother. It was amazing yeah. uh, talking to all these people, and it really did help way more than anybody will ever, ever know.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. It's therapeutic to talk about it. It's therapeutic yeah. to write about it. You know, whenever you have that outlet, Definitely. it's it's really good for the soul.
3: It, before, before you change subjects, yeah. it's, it, to, to further what you're saying about Luke's what Luke's doing, you know. To me, it's it's the in the fishing world, it's the close, it's the realest thing to an actual podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was talking to Luke about this the other day. You know, Mark Jeffries does more like an ESPN Sports Center type show, and Pat does his morning zoo show. and, yeah. You know, we're we're a little bit Wayne's World, and who the hell knows what we're doing? Yeah. And, you know, but but Luke's <laughs> is, Luke's is like you know like a podcast. It's just. Him expressing his feelings yeah. by himself, having on one person a one-on-one conversation. Again, he just you know keeping it very real. He's also not afraid to you know own up. Punch if, a if, dude in the face. Yeah, or, or, <laughs> or you know, or even own up and say, hey, maybe you know, maybe I went too far here yeah. or there, or, you know. Yeah, for sure. And and, and sure. that's and that's dude, that's that's just being as real yeah. as you can be. It's being human, right? It's being it's human. human. We all yeah. make mistakes. Yeah. And to openly, you know, face that shit,
4: I like it. Yeah. So,
1: Luke, what, what's the status of you and uh, Jim Wilburn at
4: this point? <laughs> uh, we're still, wow. we're still, we're still broken up. Uh, <laughs> didn't send me anything for Christmas. I didn't get uh, no stocking stuffers from Jim. Uh, no, honestly, I haven't. Uh, after the, I guess the the. You know, he he reached out about the podcast when I did the uh, Major League Fishing Buys FLW podcast um, and the one he reached out to the bosses on, you know, trying to shut it down. And then I did the infamous uh, podcast about him and I have he, he reached back out to the bosses again after that got shut down again. And after that, it's been radio silence. You know, I, I yeah. think that. Uh, and, and look, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't know Jim other than a few business situations and that. And um, you know, I, I don't. I doubt we're gonna uh, have dinner or anything at the at the Redcrest. Well, that, uh, anytime that's soon. news.
1: But, that's news. He after the podcast, he reached back out to your bosses again. Oh yeah,
4: yeah, again for sure. Yeah, he reached out to. Uh, both bosses of mine at TH the week after the infamous podcast, yeah, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Uh, one more time, but you know, it, it, it is up. what it is.
2: I guess how do <laughs> you <they laughs> not hide behind the boxes? There, have
4: maybe hashtag all in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hashtag
0: all in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hashtag all in. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but let me just let me just say it then. Do you think? The situation that MLF's in, regardless of how you feel about it, the situation that they're currently in, would they be in a way better place if Jim Wilburn wasn't involved in that organization?
4: Man, I, I don't I don't think it would be fair to say um, that they would be in a better place. Because I, I think I've sat in meetings with Jim over the years. I think Jim's a really good salesman, right? Um, no doubt. I, I, yeah, I mean, he sold a, a hell of a lot of sponsorships. He knows a lot about the non-endemic world. Um, so, I, you know, I, I can't say that I, I feel like that they would be in a better place. I feel like uh, sometimes maybe he sells the anglers <laughs> yeah. themselves on things that, that they should look a little deeper into. Right. I think that would be fair to say. But, uh, but, but look, I'm not one of those guys, so I, I can't. I can't say a thousand percent whether or not he would uh, they would be better off. Man, he he's a great salesman, and I think he you know he probably does a pretty good job. I I personally had an issue with him, and other than that, I really don't know much
0: about the guy. Right, gotcha. Now let let me ask you this: this is another spinoff of this. Who's the Jim Wilburn of Bass?
4: Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Geez, I really don't know. I don't know. You probably know. <laughs> you, pro- you probably have one. I, just, I don't deal with those guys. They haven't called my bosses yet. <laughs> Hold on, Luke. <laughs> I love that. But the season's just getting started.
0: The year is young. That's
4: what, that's what I want to say. That's what I tried to say to Tim Horton, Gerald Spoyer, all these guys. is like, look, dude, I've done 40 podcasts this year. I have shit on MLF. FLW, Bass, everybody uh, this year at different points, and I bragged on things that they've all done well, and and, I mean, hell, I was fishing the tour and talking about things that were going on on tour that I didn't like. You know, it just started getting light um, later this year, and and MLF's been in the headlines, right? I mean, they've made major moves by buying FLW, which I was personally a part of, and I don't know, that's why the attention was there this fall. It, It hit the at the perfect time, you know. Yeah.
2: So get it out of your system now, because once the sponsors start coming in, you ain't gonna be talking all that trash. <laughs> you be like the rest
4: of us, <laughs> with your
2: balls <laughs> handcuffed <laughs> to your hip.
0: <laughs> this is true. Handcuffed oh, or it. a nail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this
3: Enjoy is it. true.
0: Enjoy. It. Now, I, I just I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I do want to want to talk about this just a little more. Um, you know what what's happened in the sport in the last year or so uh it is what it is um i think there's a bigger picture that's there but would you agree with this luke and this is the the one thing i i still preach which is the opportunity that the anglers had when all this happened was immense it was great right when, right. when guys said look we're we're stuck you know we're, we're going to stop being mistreated at bass we want to stand up for ourselves." It's time to, to go create something new, right? It's, go, it's time to go get power for ourselves. When they had that thought, I thought it was the best thing in the world. But then when they went and created MLF and then gave all the power to MLF, <laughs> they, it, it was just the oh, same thing, the same. right?
2: The devil you know.
0: Yeah. It's the, it, sa- it's the same thing. It was yeah, the, same the same thing. thing. Did, did the anglers, did professional anglers as a total body, so I'm talking about pro anglers in MLF, BASS, or FLW. Did they give away the biggest opportunity that we've ever had in the sport by, think, by no. not taking that advantage?
4: I think so. I, I do, and and I think it's the reason that organizations like the PAA, which a lot of the younger folks out there probably don't even remember it, but I think it's the reason things like that didn't work, because it got corporate. right? Um, and, and a lot of the guys that... Would be in charge of that. Would go out and sell the PAA sponsors on, "Hey, I'm Luke Duncan. You should sponsor me too." And you would see every every guy that would be you know up high up in that organization as an angler would get all the sponsors, and you had lots of jealousy and things that would play out. And I think there's a reason that that didn't succeed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so this four anglers by anglers thing is that that's one of the things I asked Tim Horton on the on the on the show is. Okay, if it's four anglers, by anglers, why do you charge a guy X amount if he wants to leave?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah and, to and why, and, to, and to just, be, the, happy.
4: To just be happy. To just be happy. If this is designed. one of one of your fellow anglers, one of your fellow brothers yeah. in arms, right? Why do you charge him to leave? You know,
0: and and it's a, it's because it's a business. Yeah, I mean, it just is. Yeah. What 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 will it take? Will will it ever happen? And what would it take to ever unify the anglers in a brotherhood above and beyond the organizations? What would Man, it take, I, and could that ever happen?
4: I, I don't think it can, Mike. I think there there are way too many egos, mm-hmm. yeah. way too many egos, yeah. and I, I yeah. think and, and that's like that in any sport, right? I mean, the egos are huge, but I for we are all individual businesses in this thing. Yep. And man, I, I just feel like as long as that's the case and that's how the sport has been, it'll be really hard to unify, say, two hundred guys for a common goal. Yeah.
2: So I disagree about that it couldn't happen. So I'm a Teamster, Teamster six seventy six. It would yeah. take a overwhelming personality, leadership, to crush everyone else's ego to say get in line. Like if K V D decided he was going to form the the, the PAA re you know, re- redo, right? right. Like somebody like that could 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 step up and say, "Hey guys, shut your mouths. This is what we're going to do. Right. This isn't two years from now. It's not three years from now. It's five, six years, seven, eight, nine, ten years from now. This is where we're going to set this thing up for. Yeah. They're not going to determine what we do anymore. Right. Because without us, it doesn't exist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I'd love to see it. I'd love I'd love to believe that that could happen one day. I hope before I, before I'm gone. I hope I get to see it, because that's, that's what the sport needs. Well, no, you won't, because
2: as much as, no, I Luke, agree. no offense, because you know I like you. I love your country songs.
0: But <laughs> the southern guys
2: don't understand the union the way we do, and they control the sport. Uh, no, I They don't I, get I'm it like it. we do, man. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, It takes a yank that understands how this whole thing works. <laughs> like,
4: nominate, and that's where I'm it nominate. won't happen.
3: That's, that's where it won't
2: happen. Yeah. Uh, whatever it won't happen. Why do you think wages are the way they are in the Northeast? It's because of the unions. It's not because of anything else.
4: They're still fighting down there. Yeah, we still
0: fight. Yeah, buddy, we're
4: still fighting. We fight over all kind of mess down here. Still fighting the north. Still fighting. (laughs)
0: All right. I I do want to switch it up a little bit, Luke. We've got. um, I started to see the buzz the last week of guys leaving for Florida, guys preparing for the season. You know, I've I've seen the post rolling in already of guys practicing. I see lily pads in the background. I'm starting to get the itch already. Uh, you've got a 2020 coming up that's going to be different for you. Talk it a little is. bit about that. What are you feeling right now? What are you feeling about it?
4: Well, as as we get, to, uh, like you said, I'm seeing all the same posts. I'm getting pictures from my buddies. They're wearing flip flops down there, yeah. they're, you know, <laughs> know. They're they're flipping big weights and mats, and yeah. I'm sitting here in Tennessee. Uh, y- you know, this year is going to be different. I'm not going to fish. I'm not going to fish the tour. Obviously, I announced that, but. Uh, I'm going all in with filming uh, hashtag all in yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I'm going I'm going in on on this YouTube thing and the podcast. I'm going to do uh, as many podcasts as I can. But I'm I'm filming two new series. I'm doing the kind of like you're going Ike, but the the traveling circus, which I, I documented all my tournaments last year. I'm doing that this year, uh, but just you know, in more of a fishing show format, just for fun. Uh, going out, I'm going to fish a ton of different lakes. Um, do some saltwater fishing, but try to have guests on there. Yeah. you got the first two, uh, the, the actual, the first episode actually just posted last week, um, from Minnesota, went up there frog fishing last fall, had a blast. Um, but I'm doing that. I'm doing a new series called boats and pros and it's basically, uh, a spinoff of the, of the show, but it's an interview style format, but I'm taking guys out in really old decrepit boats (laughs) or (laughs) boats. Yeah, yeah, and I just and we're not fishing, it's all interview, but I did the first one with Swindle we filmed on Thursday uh in a fifteen foot uh bumblebee fiberglass boat. A bumblebee. A bumblebee, mate. Wow. It was uh, really yeah, it's really cool. And TH is TH was kind enough to sponsor that that series. So I'll be doing one of those a month and then just filming fishing, man. I, I really last year between all the business of fishing and, and what was looming with FLW we we knew that back in May the potential of that um I'll be honest by Champlain last year I was not myself um Brian Brian and I actually talked about this some and I just wasn't myself man and I needed something to kind of kick me in the ass and re-energize my my love for fishing yeah because it had it had really by Champlain last year I had taken it on the chin a few times and I was just I wasn't myself, and and even my wife, she's like, man, you know, this is just, used to, even if you had a bad event, you came home, and and you were just proud to be, you know, getting to fish for a living and chase your dreams, and so I kind of hit the hard reset, and then of course, everybody, my my fall was well documented, we had a couple deaths in the family, and it's just been crazy all over the board, so between that, I gained some perspective, I feel like, And, and man, with these new projects, I'm like, 2020, I'm super excited, but I'm I'm missing uh I I'm, I'm going to be missing the tour. Yeah.
0: There's
4: there's no doubt. Just the competitive side of it, but man, my love for fishing. I just got back from a trip to East Texas fishing some of those power plant lakes and filming. It's just it's uh I'm just going to do it on my schedule this year instead yeah. of FLW.
2: So yeah. now Luke, two questions. Number 1, after Champlain did your wife really say, "Dude, you better get a 95 or you better you better stop talking <laughs> no, about this fishing shit."
4: That's uh, right. Well, she was like, thank God you've still got a nine-to-five because you finished almost last at Champlain." Your Second question,
2: did Swindle ever put his nutsack on your drum set back there?
4: <laughs> Look at that. He better not. We all know what happens when that goes down. Yeah, Dude's <laughs> get buried in Second. the front yard, man. Yes.
3: That's
4: exactly what will happen. Uh-huh.
0: Well, I, I, I got to tell you that I think what you're doing is awesome. I mean, you know, competitive – Competitive spirit, you know. If you have that, you know, you you're gonna miss tournaments. No, no doubt. Person too, but I think I think what you're doing, I think an outlet for your passion is is what you need, and that that could go through tournament fishing. It can go through guiding. Mm-hmm. It could go through teaching. Right? There's so many outlets. So I think what you're doing is right on. Let me ask you this, from from the perspective of the industry, you know, you're, you're a big part of TNH. You see, you see what uh, TH Marine does daily is the world changing. Is it, are things changing from the perspective of what's important to a company? And, and before you answer, I got to tell you, we've seen in the last six months, so many companies pull resources out of pro anglers. You know, you see guys lose, you know, they're not sponsoring pro anglers anymore. They're taking those resources away, and they're redistributing them to other things, digital content probably being the biggest. Is is that something you see? Is that a big change that you're going to see keep happening in the industry? Are companies going to keep pushing toward digital content? I think
4: so, And and it's like we said about getting sold to 24 hours a day because of social media. Things have changed so much, man, and yeah. those – You know, for us as professional anglers, those logos on your jersey, those logos on a truck and boat wrap, it's almost, they're not worth as much uh, as some of the digital content some of these people are creating, in in my opinion, now. And so I do think you're seeing this huge shift, man. And why do you think you're seeing, you know, a lot of veteran guys, um, all of a sudden they're like, hey, man, I got 17 GoPros now, swipe up for my YouTube channel. (laughs) I (laughs) I mean, you're seeing guys that have been household names, in pro bass fishing forever now they're having to step up their game they're being forced to because yeah. um you know companies aren't just taking the standard um proficient <laughs> uh marketing package like we've all thrown out there for years as as good to go and writing you a check anymore yeah i Dude, mean luke, I, the way i that's the way i see it anyways yeah
2: luke you remember the days mike pete when guys could put real crawl on their fingertips and rub it across that line and that dude got sponsored for years, man. Like, that dude had a career, <laughs> yeah. bro. That Real was crawl. Like, I love putting <laughs> it on my line and shoo, yeah. up the whole line, uh, dude. Yeah. Who did that, Rowan? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I don't like know who it was, like but someone Roland did it, it and, and I did it, and all it did was gum up your, your eyes and gum up your line, <laughs> the fish, dude. The
0: fish are attracted to the line. I'm tell you right now. Yeah. Try to eat the line. <laughs> I'm
4: just
2: saying, dude. You've come a long way. I think
4: yeah. it was Orlando Wilson. Oh,
2: yeah. man. might have been
4: Orlando.
0: Was it Orlando? Might have been. No, it was
2: not. It was like. It was an old Bassmaster that I had watched where a guy had, had one won and he had talked about how he uses real crawl. To lo- it was before real snot sprayed your line. Wow. This guy basically said he put it on his line, and wow. I remember trying it like a buffoon, and all it did was gum everything up. You know,
0: <laughs> I put that shit on. I it, put bro. it <laughs> on and smashed it on. Uh, it, yeah, it's amazing though, Pete. I, I think I think Luke's right. I think the world's changing. You know, because yeah. and I want I won't even say any names, but the big names. That got released in the last six months. I'm talking about angle of the years, classic champs, where big companies—I mean, top three, four companies in the industry—releasing these guys. And it's not, dude. They didn't cut them because their budgets got cut. They uh-uh. cut them and put that money someplace else. And I know that. Right. I know that for a fact. Man. You know, yeah. and it's so interesting that where they're realocating the money. Is digit it's digital content. And I,
1: I, I think the digital content component is key for marketing companies in particular because of its trackability. Right. Definitely. Right.
4: Definitely. That's huge.
1: Yeah. You're right. You can say, All right, Ike Live nineteen twenty four seventeen, what's the new code for Ike Live now?
0: It's just Ike Live. It's just Ike, Ike Live, live yeah. across the board. <laughs> but
1: but but you can track it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Every time that Ike Live code is used. Yeah. You can track it, and the marketing people understand the value, and and digital content allows the marketing companies to do that sort of thing. So they're spending where they. So even though an angler of the year or a classic champ or whatever he is still has a massive impact, because sponsoring him isn't trackable. Possibly marketing companies are moving in a different direction.
4: Well, it's, it's always, you know, marketing is, you can't quantify it, right? Like, it's just, it's impossible uh, to track your ROI on a lot of these things. But like you're saying, Pete, you throw a code out there. If I tell you I get 200,000 views on a YouTube video, you can go see that for yourself, that it got that. You can see how many people clicked a link, you know. Uh, that's something that, you know, at TH we track a ton, is are the click-throughs. You know, we run an ad on, on a website, we can see... Yeah. To the number, how many people came to our website from your website? Right. You know, and if it's not turning the numbers you say, well, we can prove that. Um, so I, I just think that uh, the biggest misconception about marketing, um, people think that you know, especially a company like TH I work for, that you have these just gigantic marketing budgets, and it's just you're just swimming in all this money. But uh, that's not the case, and ultimately, a marketing budget. If, if you don't spend it, it goes straight to the bottom line, straight to profit, too, okay? So you've got to be able to justify that they're spending it wisely, yeah. or they're just going to put it in the pocket. Right. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, because they don't have to spend it. So uh, it's it, it's definitely changing with that trackability.
1: Yeah. Well, now I'm curious as to TH. Um, TH. Man, you they're they're really giving you like a loose leash there, man. You're out filming, traveling all over, fishing. I thought you were gonna be Don't like back shut up, 10, 12 shut hour up. days at the office,
0: locked in an office, locked in a cubicle. No, that'll never be me.
4: <laughs> that'll never be me. No, I, so a lot of this, um, th we only work four days a week, which is really nice. What? But a ton of this, uh, yeah, they they've always worked four tens at yeah, th. My I
3: would I would kill for four tens.
4: Yeah, four tens and uh, but luckily, I all my all my job is is travel, you know, for the most part. So I'm not in my office a lot, but I do, you know, I'm away from home a ton. Uh, I get to work from home a lot. I'm fortunate in that, you know. Um, so it all kind of balances out the sacrifices you make being on the road. I, I get to balance that with being home some. So I get to film on some of those days, but I, a lot of my stuff is just like everybody else watching this. It's on the weekends, man. Yeah. I make it happen, you know, get two or three days, make it happen, get as much content as I can, and then
0: yeah.
4: uh, store it away like a freaking squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> do, you,
1: do you do your own editing? Do you have somebody helping you? Have you ever watched my videos? Hell yeah,
4: I do my own editing. <laughs> 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 no, I, so on the, on the vlog stuff, that kind of typical YouTube vlog stuff. I do that. Mm. And actually my son Charlie helps him with that some. He's sixteen and uh he helps me. He's really into that kind of stuff. So he's helping me. And uh but now I've got a guy uh this year the the traveling circus, the full on four K, the thirty minute episode deals, a guy named Tanner Lyons is Filming and editing those for me. And he's also doing the Boats and Pros episodes. Boats and Pros. I like boats it. Boats and Pros. Sing boats it. Sing it, Luke. Pros.
3: Where's your guitar. Sing Boats and Pros.
4: It's over there in the corner behind the uh, swindle drum
0: kit. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: highway.
0: The ball Sack drum kit. On, that's
2: my song, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. So now, jam. now if you're looking for a grill for that bar, just call Traeger. They'll give you one. Yes, That's it true. is. Yes. I've got one. It's just outside.
1: Oh, it's, it's outside. But they will not sponsor you. <laughs>
4: They'll give you plenty of grill. They look like they sponsor everybody on Instagram. <laughs> product,
0: product deals for
4: everybody. Everybody's yes.
0: hashtag Traeger. Yes. In kind for everybody. Come on. Let's grill. Uh, Luke, I got to tell you. So... You know what what you're doing is awesome and I I I want I want to be you with the total openness. can can I back you up before you close this up? No, I'm not closing up, but I want to say something real quick. I am gonna write another book. Within the next few years, I'm writing another book and when I write that book, I'm gonna let everybody know this. Listen to this right now. I'm coming clean on everything in this book. I'm not holding back on anything. I don't don't know if we can
1: be be friends anymore. (laughs) Well, Mike, if I'm in it,
2: can you at least give me the honor of spelling my name right and i spell it like
0: Pete's? I will. I will definitely spell your name right. And uh, we might even have to come out of the closet with Brian's white panel van.
4: (laughs) This is a great work. If Pete Pete bails on you because you rat him out on a bunch of stuff he's done, I'll be your co host. Oh, my God.
2: Luke, we need you in studio when we talk about the panel.
4: (laughs) Okay. We can do that. that. Another
3: character's (laughs) from the Gretel, man. Brian's van. White, creepy
0: van. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. There's a ghost, uh, there's a Huffy, and now there's a van. Oh, my God. The van, dude. The yeah, Huffy. I don't,
2: either, I don't know if the Statue of Limitations allows us to
3: talk about the van. <laughs> 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 the fuck out of here.
0: Man, it had a slider on it, too. Yeah, was, every man. time that thing would close, it would just like creepy, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Like little kids locked in there. It was uh, terrible. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a you,
2: Luke. Do you want to hear a great story about Brian and his band I can tell this one.
3: This is about.
2: <laughs> so hold on. One can, time, Brian. You can tell this. One. One, <laughs> this is a good one. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> let me get a all, right, so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. All right. Brian got. I don't know if Brian got poisoned or what, but he passed out of my house one time, <laughs> and I and I call his beautiful wife Heather. And I say, uh, you know, like Brian needs help. His 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 panel van was in my driveway, and I said, Brian needs help.
3: Position in your front yard. He had
2: a yeah. So he had really Brian's ghost spawned from this episode because there's a picture of Brian nearly dead in my front yard, Luke. And there's like a like a like a spirit like a cloud above him in the picture. Back in the day, guys, for young people listening, there was no cell phones. We took pictures with wind up instant cameras that were sold in a bag. <laughs>
3: Actual food. And, I man. Took,
2: and then they captured ghouls unlike cell phones do. They do. They captured the ghouls. And there's a ghoul hanging over Brian. That's what Brian's ghost was. seriously. seriously. It's Brian's spirit guy. Watching out of him disappointed again.
3: So, <laughs> so
2: he had a hot date with the wife and I and and I'm okay. I'm okay enough to call her. Where I'm not like, I, I feel pretty good I'm not going to get in trouble Because her and I are friends, I love her, she's a good person Anyway, so I'm like, Brian needs to get out of here Like, he, he can't drive himself So she sends her cousin to come get him, right? So her cousin come gets him. We load him in the back of his panel van, like 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 freight. <laughs> and we lay him back. we all like his panel van had like all kinds of tools and screws and nuts and and boards and tool. Like it was like it was like a you know it was all on the, all the walls were were, were like shelves. equipment for his work. Yeah, it was shelves. shelves. Well, she never drove that van before. Her name is Stacy, right? She's got red like flaming red hair. She's a cool person. <laughs> so she takes him home, dude. And he was covered in, like, nuts, bolts, screws, and hammers. Like, when he got home, he was completely Cans hammered. can a
3: fucking stain falling off the shelves. Aww. She's hitting speed bumps in an F-150 uh, or an E-150 Econoline Ford van. Hold on. You can't he, be trucking speed bumps in so that. So his wife
2: tells me he falls out of the van. He's in the driveway. She's pissed because they got to go somewhere, and he's hammered. And she's squirting him in the face like a dog with the garden hose.
0: <laughs> and he's sticking his
2: tongue out trying to, lap the, <laughs> trying to
0: lap the
4: garden hose water while she's fucking squirting him. Oh, dude.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Great
2: story, man. That's just one story from the panel van.
3: Gotta hydrate.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's how like you communicate you with Luke back, when you right? tell him
3: your deepest secrets.
2: <laughs> I
3: love it. Thanks, Dave.
0: <laughs> Thanks for that story. That That's good. a good story.
2: Come on, man. That
0: yeah, was good. Uh, did you have something, Bry? You for, forgetting
3: <laughs> it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget. I was gonna take us back to Bass and MLF, and I don't know if we really want to do that. Yeah. I was just saying, you guys all left Bass for a particular reason. You were yeah. tired of, of, of a certain way you were being treated. Yes. What is to protect you guys? You talked about, you know, we could have formed a union. We could have this. We could have that. We didn't. We just all went over there and entrusted ourselves. What's yeah. to protect you guys, or all you MLF guys, from the same thing happening? Well, what is what is lined up? when you sign a contract with MLF they they have lawyers that write contracts that make you sign specific shit that covers their ass right What did you guys do to make sure that everything that's promised yeah is going to be delivered that everything all the all the hours that are supposed to be like just everything yeah you know it, that's the only thing or are you just walking into the next situation? Where maybe you weren't happy with the way things went at pass.
0: Yeah, I, I think for the most part, you know, everybody just walked into it with blind blind faith and trust, you know, and that's that's a shame. That's dangerous. Well, it's dangerous. Especially you know?
3: when you're dealing with really talented salespeople. Yeah,
1: I'll well, <laughs> be, be honest. Any any relationship is like that. You got to walk. You got to have blind faith because the contract, no matter what contract you have written. It's still a promise from one party to the other. And it doesn't, you know, the, the contracts are all going to be, you know, legalized or going to be fought. It's it's about having that trust. But what I think that was bold is that the first time, I think, in the history of our sport, the anglers did get together. Right. They did make a movement. Yep. Yeah. Right. I think that's a huge step because... Back in, you know, before my time, I talked to you about, you know, the classic Ray Scott story where the anglers were able to get their jerseys back, and then we had the PAA. We had all kinds of issues where the anglers could not get together, but the mass body actually made a movement. They did. Was it did. I, was it the movement that we needed? I don't know, but I think it was a big step. Yeah. I think it was a big step. I think hopefully everybody learns from it.
4: Well, I think there's a lot of positives that came from it, too, right? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I know I've, on my show I've dwelled on a lot of the negatives, but I've also talked about the positives, too. And that, you Hold know, one. bass got you their really shit. To together. That,
2: I'm going to tell you why I was laughing so hard, dude. <laughs> Mike, there is no less than 15 amazing Brian's Van posts come through, but i got to clean the beer up. I just spilled before Becky comes in
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw the beer smelling yeah, all over the floor. She'll love a that. beer that topped over. <clears throat> Founders wouldn't have done that. Go ahead, Luke. I'm
4: sorry. But, no, I think that this move, I mean, it caused Bass to, you know, to get their shit together, to, yeah. to yeah, kind really of gather did. their thoughts. And I think they had one of their best seasons ever this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truly. And, I, and I've and i talked about that. But, you know, and new characters are going to emerge. New talent coming up through the ranks. And, and, and for the most part on tour this year, I felt like we at FLW before, you know, they sold. I felt like we were striving in these angler panel meetings we were having with the brass, uh, with 15 of us in these meetings every tournament. I felt like we were making changes based off of things that um, they were reacting to because of the big push when everybody went for BPT, you know. And then, of course, none of that matters now. But, um, you know, there there were some good things that came out of it. Um, So we'll just, you know, we'll see what the future holds with all of it, though.
0: That's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. It's hard to predict the future. I do think. No, you Pete, can't. Man. Uh, I know you can't. I, I think what you said though. I think in a long term, when we look back, I think that all happening is going to be a good thing for the sport. We I Look think, back. A yeah, little, and everybody's going to look at so. this
1: and say, "Wait a minute, we made bass change. Yep. We made MLF change. Yep. We made major changes in this industry by moving together." Yeah. I I think I hope that's the lesson. I
0: hope so too. Yeah.
4: I do hope so. I too. think the big the biggest thing for me, and I talk about it all the time, is MLF they've gotta figure out how to get the hardcore fan um on their side, you yeah. know, and it seems that a lot of the times that's not their focus. Yeah. Well, uh um, I agree with from that. From day from day one even. And and look, man, you can call, I, I see program. guys I see guys in articles and all over the place, interviews, different things. If you don't like it, you're a hater. Well, that's not necessarily fair, right? Yeah. You're not a hater if you just don't like We all love bass fishing. Yeah. BPT MLF is bass fishing. We should all love it if you love bass fishing. But if you can't jive with the format or you can't get into what's going on, it doesn't make you a hater. It just means you you know, you know, prefer the other, other better. So I feel like for them to, to really push this thing into the future, they do have to walk that line of, Sticking to their values, to their ideas, to their format, which they do strongly believe in, and it's not all bad, right? But figuring out how to bridge that gap between that and your traditional guy, like my dad, that just doesn't give a damn about it whatsoever. He liked it as a TV show, hates it as a fishing tournament, you know. So that, that, and and I think this year, we've already seen that press release came out. Format changes. Yeah. I feel like that's a step in the right
0: direction.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And that willingness yeah. to change
0: is there should
3: be a willingness a willingness to, to adjust and adapt until they dial it in and get it right. I mean Absolutely. Luke, look at look at your podcast. It took you a while of course. to figure out your spot. It took us while to figure out our spot. Yeah. I think, you know, they can't expect to kick it off in the right in the first year and have it no. all right. Bassmaster used to put their fish on freaking – uh, stringers, yeah, No. Doubt. everything they man. did. So it takes a Drag while them across to the concrete and, and that's okay. There's there should be an adjustment period, and for everybody hating on them over the top, that's ridiculous. Um, let them figure their shit out. You know, myself, what offends me is the, the the battle between the two, one trying to kill the other. Yeah, you know,
4: that's that's most that, of that my that pisses opinion. me
3: off because I like both. I didn't like it when Bassmaster shit on FLW and acted like they didn't exist. I thought that was childish. I don't like it when MLF is coming out to attack Bass. Like, I like a five-bass limit. You already sucked up FLW. What are they going to take Bassmaster? Like, well, I don't get to enjoy five-bass limit tournaments. That's a fucking problem for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trying to limit your anglers from attending the Classic, that's a big fucking yeah. problem for me. Yeah. I... Loathe that. So they need to just focus on getting their shit right mm-hmm. and stop worrying about the other guy and stop worrying about trying to play corporate, you know, big big tough guy. And dude, just do your thing. Yeah. Make yeah. your shit right. A lot, a lot
1: of people in business, though, that's how they operate. They it's can, like you, in order on. to succeed, you must kill. Yeah, that's kill a, that's the a, that's
4: America, man. That's America. I'm blue collar, I hate that cor- guy. Corporate corporate America. Yeah. I hate. It. I I
3: yeah. If you're listening, yeah.
4: <laughs> I got an does, does
2: anybody want to laugh? Uh, hey,
4: yeah. Mike.
0: Mike, I, I know this is your show, but I want to ask you, what did you think about the format changes? Uh the the format changes. You, you know, On the I, minimum. yeah, I had I had I had a mixed opinion about it because half of me, I think what Brian just said, I think I agree with, which is keep changing, keep you know working through things until you find something that. That everybody likes, right? So from that mm-hmm. perspective, if that was the majority vote and the majority of people wanted it, I think it's a good thing. But from a selfish perspective, you know, I think MLF is – it's different because of their format. I mm-hmm. think, you know, that's what makes MLF unique. So, you know, every fish over a pound counting, I loved it. I, it fit my right. style. I think it makes it makes it stand out. I think people that don't watch the sport, when they see a guy catch seventy pounds in three periods, that's so impressive. You know, mm-hmm. when they see it, somebody catch five fish that weigh twelve, that's not as impressive, right? To a person that does a fish. So, from a selfish standpoint, I don't like the change. You know, I I want every keeper to count every one pound fish to count. So. To change it to two or three pounds or four pounds. I don't I don't like that, to be honest with you.
4: Dude, I will tell you right now, you go to a three pounder, that's a big damn keeper. <laughs> it's a giant keeper. You're gonna see a it's lot a less fish weight.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It changes the game. It changes the game. But I'm right. gonna keep keep playing the game when I'm there. So
1: they're changing it to what? They've changed it.
0: It's, it's a, a it's gonna it's a very deal depending on the lake, right? Variable weight. So they're gonna in, in advance of the tournament, they're gonna tell us what the minimum weight is for that event, and they keep making this golf comparison, you know, like <laughs> where golfs have different pars, different pars, yeah. Right. So oh god. So for Eufala, they've announced because we're you know we're already within the 30 days, they announced that it's a two pound minimum. For follow
2: so it's presumptuous based on what they think it should be. What they oh, think God. it should be,
0: and who's setting that right? Luke, attack! Like who's who's doing it? <laughs> I don't <this>? know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. So for Okeechobee, it might be three pounds. Uh, yeah, for a place Boyd that the, sucks, it like might be a pound pounds. and a half. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that were yeah they said Fork, maybe
4: Fork, Saint Lawrence River, like three pound. You know, three pound yeah. keepers.
0: Yeah. I don't
3: know.
1: Well, I gotta, I gotta weigh but in. But you guys
3: game the system too quick. Yeah. You guys figured it out way too quick in the first season and gamed it. And everybody threw their big rods away, their big baits away. Mm. And, it, and it's going to be – I don't know. That's what it became.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this because right now one of the biggest uh, like criticisms of that is the confusion of the yeah. tournament, the tournament scenario, you know. It's like – how do you qualify for this cup? How do you qualify? Now we have a whole other variable on on the size of the fish, how we compare them to each lake. It. Um, I don't know. My initial observation is, man, it's going to add a little bit more
0: confusion. It's going to be confusing. <laughs> I'm yeah. confused, and I fish in that <laughs> league. Yeah. <laughs> i'm
4: very confused i can say for me personally the one pound would uh would have fit my strategy and turned yeah. me a lot better than three pounders yeah i month.
1: i think a, a half a so pound that. would suit me
4: yeah you know? yeah give me them 10 inches any, any fish
1: counts Yeah, any,
4: any fish
1: 20 28 pound striper you know yeah i saw that yeah. sturgeon whatever
0: any fish counts. Hey, All right, Dave Brodzik, you got
3: something?
2: Yeah. So the IMs lit up about Brian's van.
1: Oh.
3: All right, Luke. They don't give a shit about this van. <laughs> no. Hey,
2: Luke. Patrick the fireman wants to know uh, if you think that in Brian's van are the blueprints for the six cents crankbaits that the Googans are making a fortune <laughs> off of.
4: <laughs> yes, probably. Oh. probably
2: Brian's van. van wants to know what do you think? How how much chloroform was actually in the van?
4: <laughs> Half gallon.
2: And Brian's Creeper Van is letting you know what his playlist was, and some of it was the Mr. Softy music, the turkey in the straw, do your ears hang low, and pop goes the weasel. <laughs> hang on. There's a whole lot more on the other side that I already pushed through. That, for those of you not dialed in to the actual, to the i5 board, get on it, because someone did a Scooby-Doo van,
3: and it says, Brian's
2: ghost Please. driving him home, passed out in the back of his E350. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: hold on, there's more. There's a whole lot more. Oh, you, this is great. Every show, a Brian's Bru-
0: character is being created. This is oh, unbelievable. oh my <laughs> God, dude. Wow.
3: So
2: uh, Grand Lake Labrador didn't Lefebvre pull his boat with Brian's van one year. <laughs>
3: He did. Ah! <laughs> yes, he did.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. Uh, it's facts. Uh,
0: all right. All right. Enough of this. Uh,
4: Brian, Luke, did you I, give I I you, a favor a memo deal?
0: Brian's <laughs> van. <laughs> <laughs> the, the van was a memo deal. It was a deal.
2: <laughs> Scooby-Doo said, so you stole our van? <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, Luke, I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for the new projects you got coming. Uh, very, host. Bo- very, very excited pros. for boats and boats and pros. I almost made me say "ho." Stop that. Uh, boats and pros and traveling circus. Very excited to see some of that. Uh, I, I, I think that's the future. I think what you're doing is the right thing. Digital content <laughs> is the right thing. So I can't wait to see some of that stuff. Uh, w- wish you the best filming all that, man.
4: Thank you, buddy. I, I, I really appreciate it. And thank you all for having me on, always being so kind. And I can't wait to get up there. Come on. And uh, and slap Dave around a little
0: bit. Yes. Well, we, we, well, we want you up here because, listen, you could knock out three things. You could do a night live show. You could do uh, a traveling circus. Sense. You could do a boats and pros. You could do all three get it done in like three four days. You, great. Could, you could also try like out Great Land Labrador's well, uh, new beer, the founder's
2: David? White Van IPA.
3: <laughs> <laughs> White Van IPA. <laughs> Did that come through?
2: Dude, I'm going to put it there right now. Grand oh Lake Labrador, send God. some information. You're getting something. Oh, my God. You yeah, just bought yeah.
0: Jesus.
3: The White Van IPA? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, uh, Luke. Luke. Who we'll slap me?
4: We'll slap me? slap me around
2: for? It. I'm the biggest fan of yours on this damn no, set. And I, I, you're going to slap, I slap just, me around?
4: I'm just kidding, Dave. I, I'm your biggest fan too. <laughs> hey, like, how about you if I have a beard together? Slap me. <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: it's a Southern thing.
2: All right. Well, thank you're you, like man. I, then I appreciate it. Even, I don't know.
0: Slap me, <laughs> Luke. We appreciate you coming on, man. Oh yeah. Hey, thank you guys. If you're not subscribed
4: to the YouTube channel. Go do that. Luke Duncan's Traveling Circus, where all the goods are at.
0: Right on. Do it right now. Do it, so right, do now. it right now. Right
4: now. Right now.
0: Because <laughs> right we're now. ending this Thanks. podcast anyway, as soon as we get off the phone with you. So. <laughs> Thank right you all so
4: much. I really appreciate it. Luke Good luck Duncan, everybody. Happy Peace. New Year, buddy. Hey, same to you guys. Uh, Thank you all. See you, Luke. Parade wave.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see <ya>. Miss America. <laughs> Dude. Brian's van. Oh my god! Yeah, but we hang up with Luke Duncan, right? Most popular podcast. All we're gonna talk about is the van. <laughs> Dude, come on, Mike. The van. Two two shows in a row. You bring up you bring up gold.
0: The Huffy and the van. Oh my god! It's unbelievable. <laughs> we're gonna do to, a bike build. <laughs> you used to put boats in the back of that van. On yeah. the side. On yeah. the side.
3: Yeah. So I could fit. I could fit that, uh, ten, that 10 and a half foot fast tracker or Raider or whatever yeah. that was. I still have. But I could stand it up on edge and slide it into the van. Yeah. All the way in through the – all the all the way to the front and shut the doors. Throw the battery in there, the trolling motor, and I'm creeping, baby. Wow.
0: Creeping. Unreal, yep. dude. That thing was
2: – The sound of that door shut. How many nightmares is that for oh, people?
0: <laughs> it's like it's – like... <laughs>
2: Yeah, 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 it's like Darth Vader coming through a door, like you know what I mean. I'm just saying, like whenever he came through a door, it was glorious, right? Like, but it would be the opposite for whoever got shut behind it.
3: <laughs> Nobody got shut behind it. Right? The only person who got fucked up in the back of that man was me. <laughs> that door,
1: that door was like the beginning. Of <laughs> Another round of IPAs.
3: <laughs> Shout out to Founders. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Brian's
2: White Van IPA. Founders. Come on. Can you imagine that? A white van, would they have the guts to do that? A white van with like the door open. Founders, white van IPA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right.
3: Well,
0: let me uh l- let's let's uh oh, what, Help do us. we do this uh Brian and Carpenter, do we do this during the show or do we announce this later? The, getting, the winner to the Ike Live I mean, I uh, Facebook Live. J- all right, we're doing exactly. that later. <laughs> 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 uh, that's all right, we're going to do that later. Uh, the reels, Brian DeCarpenter, we're going to see some like, amazing contest in the next week on this This, this coming week. These one of a kind Ike Live Abu Revo reels. Uh, keep your eye out for it. There you and are. how many do we have of these? A dozen? Oh, don't worry about it. All right, we got a lot. We'll talk <laughs> about it. All right, there it goes. Look at hand, look at the hands creeping in for him already. Look at that.
2: Are we giving the reels away? What are we doing?
0: There we nice. go. Don't worry about it. All right, sorry. Dave, be good. You might get one here before you leave. I want I want to invite All right. people. Alright Invite people
1: Yeah We gotta <laughs> yeah. invite people To come down to the Bassmaster Classic Oh we do we want to Talk, point, about, talk about that for yeah, a second Yeah I just uh, I w- I've been talking to The folks at Bass And mm-hmm. I got a schematic Of where our booth's Gonna be Ooh, yeah. How's it look Yeah It looks pretty awesome Good location We're right next to TH Bass, Ooh. you're right live uh, Both We're oh, nice. all together
0: I hope you're going to be here this year. I'm trying. Dave, come on. No, I'm
2: closest this year than
0: I've ever been. Dude, this is a big yeah. one. Yeah. This is a big one for us. Come on. We need anniversary. you. anniversary. We need 50th you, man.
1: anniversary. We're going to be there right in the hall. We got Pure Fishing on one side, <laughs> Bass Cat. We got right. uh,
0: all the all the great companies all strong. around us. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's it's going to be a big one. Listen, if you if you attend the Bassmaster Classic, please come by and see us. Do we have a booth number yet? Because we, we have Bass University, we have Ike Live. The Ike Foundation, we're all going to be represented this year. Just, I don't know. Might anything. have a booth number. As soon as we get a booth number, we'll give it to you. Come by and see us. It's going to be a great time.
2: Jerry from New Hampshire, send your stuff through. Mike, you, you got to see this when the show ends. Jerry from New Hampshire, send your information please. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Shout out to Jerry. Uh, I wish I could put this up on our screen. Uh,
0: booth yeah. 2223. Two, 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 three is our booth number. Which one's that, the Ike Live one? Yeah. Very excited. Very
2: excited. And <laughs> I'm the IMs. I can't do that. <laughs> the po-
0: possible rumor that we might have the Ike Live boat build. Is that true, right. or is that in the works, or well, is that not happening? We're gonna see if we can fit it. Oh. Okay. We, if we can fit it, we're bringing it. Okay.
2: We will definitely have an X24 there. I don't care what I have to do on the <laughs> to get
0: one. Wrapped from Mike from BFX. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian De Carpenter, do we have anything else you want to wrap this up? Uh, I'm done. I think it's good. I'm done, too. Uh, let me thank everybody right now for tuning in. It's been a great show. I want to thank Pete Glusick, Brian De Carpenter, Dave Brodzik, and Zog for joining us tonight. <laughs> no, Zog. <laughs> Zog's uh, the best one so far. Also want to thank our special guest tonight, Zach Rushing. And Luke Duncan. I want to thank those two guys for coming fan. on. Yeah, yeah. Both them guys. Yes. Thank yes. you, guys. Thank you, guys. It's been a amazing, great show. Amazing. Let me remind everybody, uh, if you want to catch up with old episodes, Brian De Carpenter, lots of ways to get it. That's right. IkeLive.com, iTunes, what else? Stitcher. <laughs> it's everywhere, right? <laughs> Facebook, TikTok. YouTube. TikTok, YouTube, you YouTube Facebook. Channel? Yep. You and again, guys, look for the
3: contest coming this week on our social, IkeLive social medias. For that reel.
0: For that reel. It's going to be good. Well, uh, not that one. Not that one. Pete's taking that one. Pete's, Pete's not. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in tonight. We'll see you next time. Have a good night. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye.